I want to talk about an ad that you may have seen over the weekend. It's a Nike ad. A Nike ad. It went viral, viewed more than 7 million times on social media. It was all text, and it was really a play on their catchphrase, just do it. But it said, for once, don't do it. And there was another um, uh, piece of information that Nike tweeted out, and it basically this was about don't, don't do it. Don't turn your back on racism. Here to talk about how brands and companies are standing in support of Black Lives Matter and what's going on stateside right now with the unrest and the protesters, we are joined by Alyssa Freeman. Alyssa is a PR and pop culture expert, and you've heard her on the show several times. Welcome to the show, Alyssa. It's always great to have you on. Great to be here, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Okay, so this Nike ad, um, it's not something we haven't seen before. They stood up uh, and stood behind very vocally in 2018, um, Colin Kaepernick with him taking a knee. Um, are they the leaders as far as brands getting behind the um, injustices going on south of the border? As far as global brands are concerned, I would have to say yes. And here's why. Nike has played in this space before. Let's call it the controversial um, social impact space. And they haven't shied away from that. So for them to come out first with an ad that was black and white, very stark with a very clear message was not a surprise at all. And I'm glad to see that they sort of, they maintained um, their position in this social impact space. What was interesting though, was that how long there was sort of a lag time in terms of how long it took other brands, global Mm -hmm. or just large brands to really come on board because supporting race relations is not the same thing. It's uh you know, you really have to be buttoned down, not just in your words, but in your actions. So you just can't be doing this because it's popular and everybody else is doing it. You have to do it because you believe in the cause and you believe in supporting the cause, not just for today, because it seems to be the flavor of the day, but for the long run, because this is an important moment in history that we need leaders to get behind. Is this uh, about brands getting on the right or wrong side of history and knowing that it's important that they're on the right side of history? Well, yes, I think it is. And I think that there are brands who have catered to both black and white populations. And if they are going to cater to those populations and depend on them to buy their products, it absolutely behooves them to not just get on the right side of history, but it's really just the right thing to do. Remember, global brands have global platforms. They have global reach. A lot of people look at brands because not just because they like to buy the product, but they like what they stand for. And in really the last four or five years, you know, having a social conscience has been a big part of any brand's identity. Well, most brands' identity. So there are a number of brands that have stepped up to the plate. Um, I'm just going to list a few of them for you. One of them is a, a large makeup brand called Glossier. Another one is Hulu and Netflix. Now, though, those two are interesting because they are really large providers of, um, you know, they have a platform for being able to broadcast and, yeah. and increase understanding and help people gain a new perspective. So I found that that was very, that, that was very interesting. And in fact, can I, yeah, go ahead. 
can I just stop you on those? I want to get a little bit into this, um, the nitty gritty of this, because I think Netflix was really interesting. Uh, they tweeted out to be silent is to be complicit. Black lives matter. We have a platform. We have our duty to our black members, employees, creators, and talent to speak up. This to me really speaks to the mandate. I was talking to the CEO, the one of the co-founders of Netflix last week. It was a really interesting conversation about the fact that they have always kept the audience in the boardroom. And what what he meant by that is there is, whether it's literal or figurative, an empty chair at the uh, board table when they're having their meetings. And if they get into a deadlock or they get into a situation where they don't know what to do, they turn to that chair and say, what does the audience want? And so this, to me, is really, you know, taking that and cranking it up a notch. Well, it is. And, you know, I guess you would call that type of brand or that type of organization to be woke um, in order to uh, so to explain that is to have awareness and not just have awareness, but actually act on that awareness and not be afraid to ask the questions and maybe get answers that they don't want to hear. Because, you know, mm-hmm. if you have an action plan, if you have a strategy and you're going full steam ahead and then somebody says, well, I don't know. You know, more often than not, they're like, okay, well, you know what? We're not going to worry about that. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But in this case, what they've done is that they have included that social conscience into, um, you know, their decision-making process. Now, Hulu's an interesting one that you brought up because they are a Disney-owned company. And Disney, uh, no other corporate brands uh, owned by Disney have made statements, um, but they said, they tweeted out, we support black lives today and every day. You are seen, you are heard, and we are with you. Um, Do you think they're going rogue here as far as a Disney company is concerned, or is this speaking to their audience, which is largely a younger demographic? They're not going to risk offending anybody well, you know, Disney is one of those brands that has not, you know, only really in the last five years has sort of diversified the the face of their main characters. So it's, you know, it's not like they've been doing this a long time, but they too tread a very, very careful line in terms of offending and not offending. So that statement is a, it, it's a good social conscious statement. It doesn't say that, well, this is what we're going to do. But I think in some cases, there are brands who will be noticed more by their absence than mm-hmm. by what they say. So for Disney not to say anything, whereas everybody else is, you know, um, Warner Brothers, HBO, uh, you know, to be left out of that space would have had a reputational, they would have taken a so, reputational hit. We know that I'm a bit of a cynic. I mean, I just question things. So is this Disney's way of saying, okay, well, let's, uh, we're going to make some sort of statement. Okay, Hulu, you do it. Well, you know, it's interesting. I think they look at their brands that appeal to certain demographics, and then maybe they will do it that way. But, Mm -hmm. you know, that's just the way they've always operated. You know, Disney is not going to all of a sudden take a 180 in terms of their their brand approach. They'll always sort of, you know, tread that middle line. But, you know, they have a lot of brands underneath them, uh, which they can say, oh, but, well, we're having so-and-so use their platform for this. Paramount, really gutsy. Uh, Their CEO... CEO of Viacom CBS, um, Jim Giannopoulos, uh, he sent out a memo to all the employees. And it's it's interesting. He said, you know, across our nation, we're witnessing in real time the expression of years and years of collective pain. The addition of George Floyd, Ahmed Aubrey, uh, Breonna Taylor um, to an already unbearable tally of those who have been killed because of color of their skin has brought uh, to a boiling point the outrage over a systemic racial injustice in this country. Talks about getting honest. Was his um, 
letter, his open letter to Paramount employees, the biggest stand that's being taken, in your opinion? Uh, I would have to say, I mean, there's two types of messages that you give. You give one to your greater public, you know, the people who buy into your brand. But then there's also those people who work day in and day out for your brand. So I think that it's it's really interesting that they that they actually talk to their employees. And I call that sort of where the rubber hits the road moment. So, you know, what they're saying are not just words to fill the space, but what they're saying is to their employees is that, you know, we believe strongly enough um, in this issue to talk to you about it, to open the conversation, to continue the conversation, and um, to hopefully create change. So, you know, that's a, that's a very, very bold step for a brand who doesn't normally play in the space. So over the next few days, do you expect more brands will, um, you know, come forward with messages? Or is it kind of like a little late now? Because well, we're into if, day six. If you haven't come out with a message now, you're a little bit too late. So for somebody to come out, unless they have some big, huge television execution that they're going to do. But, you know, Nike came out with one, and it was just, you know, words on a screen. So in, mm-hmm. in terms of shooting something like that, it's a lot less complicated. But, you know, the longer you wait... Um, the worse it is for you. So either you're going to take a stand on this issue or you're not. And if you're not, then you're just going to continue to play in your space if you don't feel comfortable in it. But the time is now to really um, make yourself known on where you stand. Alyssa, thanks so much for joining us. I think it's important that we watch um, not only how uh, people are reacting stateside, but also how companies are reacting stateside. Well, thank you for having me on, Kelly. It's an important issue to keep on discussing.